0: So the initial request was, well, do you think that you would share something before the, uh, the children's program? I said, well, sure, that would be fine. And so Phil and Allie and I are kind of timing out the service, and I'm thinking in terms of 15 to 20 minutes, and you should have seen Jeannie's eyes when I said that. And she said, sweetly, as only Jeannie can, I was thinking, you know, maybe 10. <laughs> you should have seen my eyes when she said that. I've never said anything in 10 minutes in my life, but this morning is going to be an exception. Seriously, in, uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to be blessed by uh, a lot of energy and a lot of creativity and uh, just a, a really special, dramatic presentation of the central story of Scripture. It really is, and, and I too appreciate all of the work that has gone in to this morning. And you have heard a text already this morning. Paul and Karen read it so well in the lighting of the Advent candle. It'll be a part of the story again this morning. One of the things that I, I love the most about Scripture is its timeless message. You know, it is, uh, it is a message that reveals to us the character And the nature of God, who God is. And the response of God's people throughout the ages to the revelation of himself. It's the story of God, if I can say it this way, God and humanity. And uh, a long and enduring story that is filled with smaller stories. The Bible is not a history book, although there is a whole lot of history in it. The Bible is is not a science book, though there is much that is of interest to the world of science in Scripture. It is not a psychology book, but man, there is a truckload of material in there about the human psyche. It is a story book. The Bible is a story book, filled with stories that span thousands of years, written by many different authors. Stories of all kinds of people in different times and places. And all of those stories are part of God's revelation of himself to the people that he created. And one of the stories within the larger story is the Christmas story. It is the story. It's the crown jewel of all of the stories. And it's given to us in two of the Gospels. Matthew gives us a part of it. Luke gives us another part of it. This morning you're going to hear and see the story from Luke's perspective. At Applewood Community Church, through the Advent season, we love to celebrate the traditional themes of Advent. Peace, hope, joy, love. We believe that they all find their truest meaning in Jesus Christ. God came to earth in the form of that baby, in the manger, that we talk about and celebrate on Christmas Day. The theme for this third Sunday of Advent is, is joy. And one of my favorite parts of the Christmas story in this morning's drama is when, and you heard it read earlier, when the very quiet, dark night sky in the Bethlehem area over the fields that were near the town suddenly explodes with light and with noise it is filled with angels and the shepherds who are i'm sure suddenly awake and terrified the scripture tells us staring into the face of an alien an angel who surrounded by more angels than can be counted says to them do not be afraid <laughs> Easy for him to say. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people today in the town of David. A Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. Good news of great joy. Not just joy. Not just a little Joy. Not just some joy. No, this is good news of great joy. And one of my favorite elements of a really good story is when I feel like I am I'm being drawn into it, invited into it. You've been there? You read a story and you just you just feel like you're you're part of it. You can't put it down because you're you're kind of living in it. And if if we closely listen to what the angel has said, I think we're, we're being drawn or invited into the Christmas story at this point. The angel says that this good news of great joy is for all the people. All the people. Now the shepherds, they would have heard that as being all the people of Israel. They were Israeli, and that's how they would have heard it. But but we have the advantage all these years later of having the completed New Testament, and we get to overlay the teaching of the New Testament onto that, and we understand that Jesus' birth was for all people, regardless of nationality, ethnicity, gender, whatever differences divide people. Regardless, the birth of Jesus on Christmas was for all people. So, what was Jesus to be for all people? The angel said, A Savior. A Savior has been born. He was born to be a Savior. And for those who were here last week, we talked about that. The Bible's overarching message is that human beings were created by God to live in a relationship with God. But there is resident in every human heart on planet Earth a desire to live for self. It's probably one of the things that I do best is live for myself. And you can probably relate to that if you're really honest to be in charge, to make our own decisions because we think we know what is best. Well, a quick look around the world tells us that that's a bad idea. We really don't know what is best. We've made a mess of our lives and the lives of others because our desire to live for self is a rejection of God and the truth that we were created by Him and for Him. And that is what the Bible calls sin. The Bible also teaches us that God loves, amazingly, loves sinful people. And even though they rebelled against Him, He loves them so much that He sent His Son into the world to die on a cross for their sin. Jesus born to die, to become the payment for our sin. John writes in his gospel, a verse that probably many of us know well for God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him, would whoever put their trust in him, who would ever surrender their lives to him, those persons will not perish, they will find eternal life. and so the angel in the story says, this Savior was born to you. In the sense that the Savior was born, yes, for Israel. He was born for every other nation in the world. But he was born for the individual people in those nations. The angel was saying, I think more importantly, he's been born to you, Mr. Shepherd. You and your buddies who are out here in the middle of the night watching those sheep, Nobody else is really aware that you're out here, knows what you're doing, but God knows and loves you. A Savior has been born to you. That is really the message of the Advent season, my friends. Christmas is the day that we celebrate the Savior who was born, and through Him, through Him alone, we're going to experience the truest meaning of those Advent themes, peace and hope and joy and love. So, what did the shepherds do? Well, the end of the story tells us that they hurried off to find the baby. That is a good idea. Not just good news of a little joy or some joy. Good news of great joy. They got it, and they responded. At least as much as they understood in that moment, they responded by going to find the baby that had been born. So I invite you this morning as you listen and as you watch, may you, may I have ears to hear, hearts to hear and to receive the truth of what God has done on the day that we call Christmas. Sent himself, his son, to be the savior of a lost, broken, sinful world filled with people whom God dearly loves. May we be like the shepherds not only today, but through the rest of the Advent season. Quick, hurry. <laughs> to be looking for Jesus every moment of every day. Amen.